Welcome to Shitfic. Last week on Shitfic, Christopher and Michael read scripts. That is what this podcast is about. <laughs> we, we do read scripts. If you haven't tuned in to Shitfic before, this is a podcast where we read old writings from middle school, high school, when we were kids in elementary school, uh, and we laugh at them, and we learn from them, and we realize that as young creatives, uh, what you start off creating isn't always great, but it's important because you learn from it. Uh, and on and, this, oh, oh, go ahead. Go I'll ahead. go oh, no, for go me. Ahead. Okay. Go ahead, okay. Very exciting. I just did a lot of talking. It's your turn. And we have an extra special episode. This is the Halloween episode, although not officially. I don't. From what I see, it's not very spooky. But <laughs> this is the unofficial Halloween episode because we have a very, very, very special guest. The one, the only. Shira Cortez! Hello, thank you, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Welcome, welcome. We are very excited to have you on the podcast. The podcast, Would you like to explain your relationship with the one, Shira Cortez? Honestly, I don't even know where we first met. I feel like you and I, like our social circles have clashed so many times. I don't even remember. So the first time that we met, um, was at a mutual friend's wedding. Was it the wedding? That we it met? was the wedding, was... yeah. Do you think we met before what? that? I thought it was before then. Okay, well, the first time I met you then <laughs> was at a mutual that friend's wedding. So creepy. That's We were both vaguely in the wedding party. But what else uh it's funny because we both worked at the same places yes. but just not at the same time yep. so we have it's it's a very interesting we've been going in circles around each other we've been circling the drain of each other and uh yeah, yeah. now we're you know down the toilet i guess i don't know uh or <laughs> down the sink metaphor <laughs> this is welcome to shit fic folks we're welcome to shit fic uh <laughs> yes apparently this is the halloween episode because my writing is scary bad uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what we're looking for. Absolutely. Folks. So why don't you tell us, uh, how do we start? How do well, we... so usually okay. uh, we get a little background of the script. So like give us a brief uh, explanation of it, as well as like some backstory of where you were at when you were writing it. Um, Absolutely. Like what age you were, what you know you were thinking at the time, just kind of what inspired it. That was it stuff. produced? Because apparently I'm the only one who can't produce it. Yeah, was it yet. produced as well? Like, <laughs> tell uh, us give us give us all the juicy details. Yeah, I about have it. all well. the juice for you. Um, oh, so I was taking a film me. class at the local arts high school um, over the summer. I did not go to the school, um, but I was there for the summer program, and I was taking this film class as I mentioned. And we had to write 10 minute scripts. And I wrote this as a little, let's see, was I 13 or 14 at that point? I was 13 going on 14, about to enter high school, a very precarious age. Um, I thought I was everything and nothing. So I think that this really exemplifies that. At the time I wrote it, I had, it was one idea. They just said, take an idea and run with it. I hated it when I wrote it. I was like, this is not good. Um, and <laughs> I'm here today on Shitfic with it, which I think is the beautiful, the best conclusion to the story. 
Um, Maybe there'll be like a, a reverse psychology because you hated it then. You're gonna love it now. You're gonna be like, oh, this I'm gonna is be so protective of it. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, how dare you come for my script? Actually, <laughs> I've been waiting for that episode. You were on the wrong podcast. <laughs> I want the episode where one of us is like, no, this is actually the best thing I've written. Oh my gosh! I yeah. only brought this on so you would compliment it. Um, I want to say before we start, I it was summer 2013. Um. I believe the Avengers were doing something at that time. And I want, I want <laughs> us to read do. this knowing that I think I wrote this for Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans. <laughs> that is beautiful. That honestly, that makes this whole thing the best. Okay, good, I'm good, good, good. I'm so excited to read. So we dedicate this episode to Chris Evans and, and Scar Jo. Um, now that we've learned a little bit about this script, uh, do you want to, before we start reading it, mm-hmm. do you want to tell us a little bit about like yourself? Yeah. Um, so while I do write on occasion, I am primarily an actor, a musical theater actor. Um, I am currently still um, in school at Columbia College. Um, but when people ask, I do tell them <laughs> that it is um, the Chicago branch of uh, the Ivy League um, because <laughs> it makes people think I'm cooler than I am. And um, yeah, that's kind of who I am right now, writing a little bit on the side, but mostly just kind of singing and dancing into my computer. Yeah. I mean, that's how like people get famous nowadays. So like, keep mm. on at it. Thank you. Yes. I'm glad we got this exclusive interview before you blow up. Oh my up. God, I know. I know. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I'm going to be so big. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, now that we've got all intros out of the way, should we... Should, Should we jump we... into the script? Oh, please. Chris and I will do the dialogue. Okay. Uh, yeah, and you'll read all the, the stage directions. Well, what if whatever. she's ScarJo? She could be ScarJo. Are you Scarlett I... Johansson? Do you feel... If you want me to be Scarlett Johansson, I will be Scarlett Johansson, but I don't need to be anything that I'm not. Oh. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you want to do well, that... Um... We can go, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, uh, let's go ahead and just jump right in. All right. Uh, if you would like to introduce your script, yes. feel free. This is uh, Knockout by Shira Cortez, a Shira Cortez film. Um, here we go. <laughs> Fade in, interior Trademark. living room, day. There is a Christmas tree in the corner of the room with presents underneath it. On the beige walls, there are seasonal decorations and framed pictures of a man. Two kids are crowding around the tree, surrounded by presents and wrapping paper as their parents watch, smiling. Zoom into one of the kids, Lucas. He picks up a box, hopefully, and rips into it. Lucas is a little boy around 10 or 11 who has a dark bowl cut reminiscent of the early 90s. You see his... <laughs> you see his... Bowl cuts always get a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you see his disappointment when he opens the package. Okay. Be- before we read uh-huh. this, though, I like, I'd like to point out that we said this is our Halloween special. <laughs> this is very clearly a Christmas, is a Christmas <laughs> movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that just made me giggle. Anyway, continue being young Lucas, Chris. Oh, I'm the, I'm the main character, folks. Oh, my God. Oh. Wait. Oh, that sounded... That did <laughs> not sound no. right. Keep in mind he's no, uh, no, 10 or 11. That young Lucas does not have to do that, oh. Oh, Lord. Okay, try... He's not that kind of disappointed. Oh. Uh. oh. Is he gay? Is young Lucas gay? Different from old Lucas. Old Lucas is a homo, but young Lucas is... 
<laughs> Straight as a rail, Chris is yeah. Putting himself really into the <laughs> I gotta know his motivations, folks. Oh my gosh, yes. I gotta know his motivations. Um, okay, he picks up the boxing gloves and tries to smile. Your old boxing gloves. Thanks, Dad. The camera turns to Lucas's dad, who's beaming at his son. The dad's name is Lucas's dad. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> they were my first pair. I got them when I was around your age. I was thinking maybe I could take you to the gym next week. Young Lucas? Yeah, sure. Sounds great. Uh, Dad? Can I go put these in my room? Lucas's dad off screen. Yeah, sure, buddy. Lucas stands up and gives his father a small smile before heading off to his room. A hand pulls him aside when he is smile. to the stairs. When he gets to the stairs, excuse me. The camera turns to see Lucas's mom, who is smiling at him. Lucas's mom. I have a surprise for you in the garage. Lucas grins and hugs his mom. Hug myself. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> Interior garage day. The garage has two cars in it and has shelves littered with trophies and tools. Lucas's mom hands him a medium-sized wrapped box with a bow on it. He is beaming with excitement as he opens it. Lucas's mom. Merry Christmas, Luke. Also, I just noticed that the mom has a pretty decent chunk of dialogue down here, and Chris is committed to this. Voice, so his throat is about to die. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Uh, Lucas sees his gift, a baking cookbook. And grins widely and hugs his mother tightly. Uh, so his mother smiles. Lucas's mom. I like. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, here at Chitfig, we do not say all homos bake, but all bakers are homos. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I don't know what you're trying to say. I don't know. It was a great joke, everybody. <laughs> Please type in the comments. How much you like that joke? Lucas's mom. Look, sweetie, your father has the best of intentions. You must know that. He only wants what he thinks the best for you. Though just between you and me, I think he's going about it wrong. We just want you to be happy. And if this makes you happy, then we're all for it. Okay? Lucas smiles at her. Young Lucas. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Interior, yeah. <laughs> interior bakery yeah. day. Lucas is so angsty. <laughs> um, okay, interior no. bakery day. Close up of an oven. It is opened by a man's arm and takes cookie out of it. Cookies out of it. The camera. One, <laughs> one single cookie. One single cookie he is oven. practicing. The camera pans out and you see Lucas, now a handsome man in his late twenties, with overgrown dark hair, put the cookies on a cooling rack. You can oh, hear nothing's better than a hot man with a tray <laughs> of cookies. I I'm was 13. Leave me alone. Keep in mind, this Lucas is probably Chris Evans, is what I'm imagining. Yes, yes, absolutely. I'm shirtless Chris Evans in an apron carrying. I, I didn't say shirtless, but if you want to imagine oh, that. I did. I did. Okay. Did. <laughs> We're workshopping this. <laughs> Live workshopping session. Absolutely. Okay, I'll write it. I'll edit it now. After how many years has it been? Seven years? After seven years. Just adds one word. Just hot. Uh, you can hear the sounds of an urban street. He goes to the door to flip the sign to open and looks out, hopefully. You can see the street. The buildings around it are run down and old. They are covered in graffiti and flyers. The streets haven't been repaved in a while and are littered with cigarette butts and discarded needles, among other things. I just imagine this bakery is just the most pristine, like, cute little bakery on the side of the road. And it's just surrounded by, like, people being shot. And it's just, <laughs> like, damn. 
I mean, like, that's probably what I was thinking at the time. This is probably what I thought like a like a low rent neighborhood was in terms of like shops. <laughs> uh, he goes back to the display case and nervously fixes it. Suddenly, the sound of a bell is heard. Lucas's head shoots up and sees the group of people who enter. Lucas. Hello. Well, do you want to be old Lucas? To... <laughs> I, do you want? I I can be old Lucas since you were young Lucas. Would you like to continue being Lucas? Hmm. Which one of us is more Chris Evans? Well, I, mean, I think I think you might want to do the ScarJo part, Chris. I. You know what? You got it. You okay, know so why? You, <laughs> done. Done, folks. Done. So, so I'll be Chris Evans. You'll be ScarJo. Sounds good. Remember my characterization? He's angsty. Maybe he's grown out of it, but it's transformed into a different kind of angst. <laughs> <laughs> a more Chris Evans style eggs. Absolutely. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Weber's Bakery. What can I do for you today? Camera moves to a group of teenagers. They are hipsters and aren't paying attention to him. They are admiring the display and chatting about it. A hipster what? I have got to Instagram this. <laughs> Hipster <sighs> one takes out her phone and starts to take pictures of it. The others follow suit. Lucas watches them with a polite smile. Lucas. They're as good as they look. Only two ninety nine. They look at him weirdly. <laughs> Hipster too. Ugh. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they're written like a middle aged man writes a hipster teenager. Absolutely, except I was a I was I a child to... writing a hipster teenager. I love that I have the same voice as a middle aged man. I think that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Lucas watches them leave confused. Lucas. Have a nice day. Lucas goes back to his work, and after a little while, hears the bell again. His head shoots up, hopefully, but when he sees the person who enters, he looks nervous. It is his landlord, Lucas. His landlord is coming into his place of work? Or is this the landlord for the bakery? For the bakery. For the bakery. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought, I thought his, like, apartment landlord was just showing up. It was, was like, like, hey, hey Lucas, when are you going to pay me for this month? Yeah. I cannot imagine. I'll, your landlord would probably not show up I mean, to your place of work. this is the hard streets. You're right, you're right. I, I forgot the description of, of the... The seedy streets, yeah. He's the needle landlord. He's the needle landlord. Okay, uh, landlord. Uh, oh, no, sorry, excuse me, um, Lucas. Look, I, I just need a few more weeks, and then I can pay. Business has just been really slow lately, and... Landlord. Isn't it always? I want to help you out. You're a good kid, but it doesn't look too good. If I don't get my money, soon we may have to put this shop out of its misery. <laughs> I really don't want to do this, but you'll have to face the facts, kid. I added, kid. This isn't working out for you. Maybe something else will. I feel like that voice <laughs> developed as you read. Just like... <laughs> it started off as one thing and ended as a completely different. That is every time I do an accent, folks. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Children. Absolutely. Yes, it was great. Okay. The landlord looks at him with pity and leaves a discouraged Lucas to his thoughts. Interior bakery night. <laughs> the landlord is like, look, we might have to close your shop. All right, have a nice day. Right, See you later, bud. Like, Bye, folks. That was his whole business. His whole purpose for being there was to just be a jerk. <laughs> listen, listen up, buddy. I came all the way down here from my office, and I just wanted to tell you to your face, I need the money. Okay, bye. Just letting you know that your shop sucks. Uh, and I'm gonna close it down. Bye. <laughs> Don't need anything else. You want to see boxing gloves? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm hoping that comes. You know, that's a little foreshadowing there. Um, interior <gasps> bakery night. <Ooh. laughs> 
Oh my god, this is the first time we've had foreshadowing in right. any all, of our scripts. All of the other scripts have been so bad that there's no foreshadowing. <laughs> it's all just in your face. Right by the seat of our pants. <laughs> Interior bakery night. The bell rings and Sadie, a woman in her late 20s with neat blonde hair, comes in. They smile at each other. Sadie. Is, is it ScarJo? Absolutely. Is it ScarJo? Let's see. The okay. Sadie. Scarjo impression. The let's character's go. name is Sadie, but we're gonna call <laughs> her Scarjo. That's just, absolutely let's fine. Let's know that now. <laughs> oh wait, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> keep it. Keep Somebody workshopping. Can, you got I this. Like, I like that our podcasts are usually like forty-five minutes to an hour, and I feel like a solid twenty minutes of every podcast is Chris trying to read lines. <laughs> I'm trying to get. I want to do this justice as Scarjo. Thank you. Does she, does she speak out of her mouth? Well, like part of her. What did you does say? She, she's been, well, like she looked kind of talking like this, doesn't she? Oh, I see what or you mean. I see what you mean. I think you're thinking of Drew Barrymore. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Because she has no, the Scarf. the. Anyway, Sadie comes in. They smile at each other. Sadie. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm getting. I'm getting the Scarjo down. Just, okay. Everybody. Everybody, just turn away from me for a second. Well. Okay. I'll I'm not looking. Some... Okay. Hi. <laughs> I'm Black Widow, baby. <laughs> Wait, no, she's not Cher, or is she? Or is she? Nope. Okay, we're I, just yeah. gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna develop her as we go. Okay, on. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm a collaborative writer. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I'll try that again. <laughs> she's gonna be a little southern. She's a, <laughs> perfectly just like fine. Scarlet just commit to something, Chris. Okay, commit just go something. with something. After the day I've had, I could use something sweet. Lucas laughs. Oh, she's talking about Chris <laughs> Evans. She's talking about Chris Evans. And again, keep in mind that Lucas here is shirtless in jeans and just an apron. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, 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 right. Yes. I'm surprised the landlord didn't comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> like, the landlord was just like, he's used to this shit. every day, Lucas. I don't understand. Maybe you can't buy your shirt. You can't pay your rent. It makes sense. Anyway. <laughs> After the day I've had, I could use something sweet. Lucas laughs. Lucas. What happened? Sadie looks at the display, trying to decide what to buy. Sadie, offhandedly. Oh, the usual. Arrogant, testosterone-filled jerks making stupid comments and lame passes at me. Also, my boss changed the deadline of my article, so I need to go to the merch sooner than I'd expect. She points at the cupcake. He goes to take the cupcake out of the display case and put it on the counter. Hey, Maybe you want to come with? A nervous look passes over her as she realizes what she implied. He freezes with the cupcake in hand for a second and then puts it down. Quickly. I'm going to guess they have met before. Yeah, I'm, I think they've met before. It's I'm informing my character, folks. Oh, um, yes, no, they're, they're old friends. <laughs> I see, I see. Old boxing partners. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, no pressure or anything, just... Yeah, it's friends. She laughs nervously, <laughs> blushing slightly. <laughs> Lucas, quickly. <laughs> Am I blushing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, friends, of course. They share a look. Oh, uh, yeah. Share a look with me. I, I'm trying to read the script. <laughs> I can't share a look with you when read the script, Chris. Oh, my God. <laughs> now we're really old friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd love to come. It sounds like fun. Oh, and, you, uh, yeah, you'd love to come. Yeah, you'd love to come, Lucas. Uh, Lucas clears his throat nervously, trying to regain his composure, indifferently. I could use a night off. That's not true, Lucas. You need to work to sell your cookies, or else you could go under. That's true. 
They laugh nervously and share a look. After the moment, <laughs> after the moment, Sadie shakes her head, trying to regain her composure. She hands him three dollars and takes the cupcake. Sadie. Good. You'll see you there. Oh, it's <laughs> I didn't put an apostrophe. <laughs> Lucas tries to give her her penny, but she refuses with a sly smile, having fully recovered. You keep the change. Fuck it's you, Sadie. <laughs> That's not cute. He's about to be homeless and without work. And you're like, ha ha, like be take one, the penny, bitch. It'd be one thing if it was like a $5 and some change. Like if her change was like five bucks and she was like, keep it. Sadie, you have to know that he's going through some rough times. As, well, even if you're not, as someone, like I worked as a server and I've definitely had people that were like, ah, here's a dime, keep the change. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I get paid two fifteen an hour that gets taken out in taxes. I live off of your tip and you're giving me a dime thinking mm. it's generous? Oh, uh, nothing's better than an old lady opening her purse and just shaking out whatever <laughs> loose change she has into your tip jar. Right? Like, it's you think so... it sounds cartoonish, but I've seen that in real life. Mm-hmm. It's like, could you just have shit in my my tip bucket? <laughs> Don't be a 13-year-old who doesn't understand that tipping your servers um, a penny isn't flirting. Anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is the biggest turnoff. Let's just finish this line, because um, anyway, she turns to leave. Lucas laughs and shouts after her. Lucas. Gee, thanks, Sadie. You're so charitable. <laughs> I feel like that doesn't make it better. <laughs> it definitely just... doesn't, but at least, you know. <laughs> I see what you... At least you semi-called it out. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, interior boxing arena night. Sadie and Lucas are sitting in their seats for the match. The boxing arena is dimly lit and loud with the ring in the center and the seats packed. Sadie has her pen and notepad with her and is watching the game intensely. Lucas is watching Sadie. Sadie turns to him and he looks at the game. She laughs. Sadie. That's concerned. Lucas is watching Sadie. <laughs> just head tilted, just just not even looking. It's like, hey, babe, uh, do you mind looking anywhere else? <laughs> <laughs> like a, a side glance is a little bit flirtatious. But yeah. Just straight up staring? Maybe. It's a little weird. Luke, Lucas is not over the one cent con. <laughs> <laughs> And you thought that was going to pay my rent? Oh it my didn't. Yeah. It's not. We just turned this whole script into an SNL bit. <laughs> anyway, oh Sadie says, So, how are you liking it? Lucas looks back at her, and she is waiting for an answer with intrigue. Lucas. Well, uh, it's interesting. She smiles at him amused. Sadie. Uh-huh. Go on. He laughs. I like ner- she's completely lost her southern accent. <laughs> she's... See, we're, we're moving towards Scarjo, one line at a time. And I, that's fantastic. He laughs nervously and shrugs. I guess uh, once you've seen a million, they all blend together. Sadie. I guess that happens when your dad is some sort of boxing rock star. Lucas laughs. Ah! Lucas. Yeah, I guess after a while, it just it becomes repetitive. There's only a certain number of ways each match can go, and I've seen them so many times, I could do it myself. He turns back, and a look passes over Sadie. Sadie. Then why don't you? Lucas looks back at her to see if she's joking. Lucas. What? Sadie. Your business is going down the tube, and you need more money. 
I mean, you said it yourself. You can do it. I like that she's now becoming a valley girl. What is, <laughs> what is happening is with it, this character? Isn't that ScarJo? Isn't that kind of ScarJo? I have no I clue where she's from, to be fair. I watched The Avengers. <laughs> we know she's Russian in The Avengers. Well, let's wait yeah. for the next line so I can work that out. <laughs> um, he laughs nervously. Sadie, that's, that's crazy. I can't do that. It's been years, and you you really think I could? Wow, he changed on a dime. Like, halfway through that line, he was like, you know what? Maybe you're Actually, right. you know it's what? It's called a beat I change, do like baby. like male standards. Yeah. <laughs> I do like male gender roles. Fuck baking. <laughs> Fuck baking. <laughs> uh, Sadie. <laughs> yeah. I actually do. He looks uncertain still. Oh, come on. People would love you. Son of boxing champ steps into ring. Everyone loves a legacy. It could be great for me in the paper. We could do a bunch of articles and you can publicize your bakery. It's a win-win. Oh, uh, I see. So he's going to keep the bakery, but also box. This is just the plot of Nacho Libre. <laughs> or is this the million dollars? Like, like, this just straight up is Nacho Libre. Is it? <laughs> I'm oh my god you know what that makes sense or wrestles for the for the, the, uh, the orphanage oh. yeah me. Uh, Luke... <laughs> great minds think alike what can we yes say? exactly me okay kind of a tangent but one time my dad told me after watching my, me do um a show an improv show he told me that i reminded him of jack black and at the time i was 17 and i did not take that as a compliment but now <laughs> i'm like you know what dad thank you lucas smiles slowly lucas yeah, that could be good for business. And if it'll help you too, I'm all for it. Never. They smile at each other softly and share a moment. Sadie, softly with alternate meaning. So, what are you... <laughs> waiting for? Lucas. <laughs> Can we extend that breathing out? <laughs> I want that to be a good... 10 minutes of this podcast is just Chris screaming into the mic. Also, they're at a wrestling match or a boxing match, so he definitely can't hear that. Uh, Lucas. I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness. They move together as though they might kiss when suddenly the lights come back on. The match is over. They look at each other for Wait, a moment. Sadie, off? trying to ease the awkwardness, hugs him instead. Sadie. <laughs> what is this scene? <laughs> What is that? They're like, they just randomly meet and they're like, oh, let's go into business together. Let's do some cronyism. And they're like, well, I'm fucking horny right now. I guess this is our romantic impetus, I suppose. Business partners, also, life partners, they mix. What can I say? What I guess I, guess I poorly did um, was I, it was supposed to be that they, they like each other, that they've been friends mm -hmm. for a while, but they like each other. And they're like right about to, you know, but then the plot happens anyway. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <But> then the, <laughs> plot, the plot always gets in there and stops people from dating because it would be a shorter production then. I'd be burning exactly. so hard if it were. He has for this to go through the, right you know, living out his daddy issues, um, becoming famous for whatever, oh, having success. Spoiler and then... alert. Uh... What do you say? <laughs> spoiler alert. Now we know he gets. Famous. Well, okay, it's after this 10 minute whatever. I didn't finish the script, but. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, we weren't going to find out anyway. Oh, so. <laughs> Spoiler alert to what did not happen. Yeah, what did what not happen in first. this version of the script. 
Anyway, <laughs> Sadie, trying to ease the awkwardness, hugs him instead. Hug. Sadie. Thanks, friend. They turn away from each other, blushing. <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Interior boxing arena offices later that night. Sadie nudges Lucas towards the door that says, Jack Bryant, owner. Sadie, whispering. Go! He laughs nervously and knocks on the door. Jack. Can you do a, an Irish accent? Uh, uh, <laughs> top of the morning to you. Ah, who is it? Oh, that's good, folks. <laughs> Lucas shifts Probably awkwardly not, before but... answering. Lucas. Uh, Lucas Weber, James Weber's son? The door swings open to reveal a very shocked Jack. Jack. Holy shit, you're the kid? <laughs> Lucas. Uh, one of the kids, actually. Jack. Ooh, what happened to the second brother? <laughs> or I guess, was it two children or two boys? I, I think it's two boys, from what I wrote. Will we ever meet the dead one? <laughs> the dead <laughs> I think you're assuming he's dead. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't think I wrote him as dead. Kid. I think I just wrote him out. Uh, Jack. Uh, Right, right, well, have a seat. He points to one of the seats in his office, and Lucas and Sadie sit down. Jack is a handsome man in his... As everyone hands at Walt Hollywood. Jack <laughs> is a handsome man in his early 40s with messy hair going in a few choice directions. He wears rectangle glasses and has <laughs> an eccentric air to him. His desk is littered with contracts and boxing magazines. He points to Sadie. Jack. Uh, who's this? Who's this? <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> Sadie, she's my uh, friend. Jack smirks. Jack. Uh, you're a friend. Fascinating. Lucas blushes slightly. Lucas. Anyway, I'd like to ask you some... Jack leans back in his chair. Jack. Did you enjoy the match? Lucas looks mildly annoyed by being interrupted. Lucas. Yeah, it was great. Jack murmuring. Good. 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 <laughs> Guard. Lucas. But I wanted to know if you had room for another competitor. I don't know what this was supposed to say, but it just says Jack. Jack. <laughs> it's, it's, Jack. It's Jack Jack from The Incredibles. It says Jack and then Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Jack just appears on Jack's the camera Jack's just still there. Second, saying nothing. He just <laughs> exists then... in that moment. Anyway, Jack. Uh, oh, so you're a boxer like your old man, eh? Sadie laughs softly. Sadie. <laughs> Baker. <laughs> Baker. <laughs> He's a baker. Sadie uh, laughs. <laughs> baker, bitch. <laughs> You're a fucking baker. You're not a boxer. Jack looks at Sadie as though he just noticed she was there. Jack. What? Sadie. <laughs> He's a baker, actually. Lucas. not helping. <laughs> well, I mean, I am, but I'm not doing so well, and I figured... Jack. How long has it been since you've competed? Lucas. Well, never, but... Jack. Look, letting you on our team would be a, a huge gamble. Team? So you'll get, you'll get your ass handed to you on a plate. Team? Yeah. Are yeah. there boxer teams? Well, it's like the boxing, you know, it's the group, oh, okay, it's the group yeah. represented by the same guy. Yes, so. that's what I meant. Yeah. Yes. Like, understudy. you're not boxing as a team. You're my boxing. It's an understudy. My it's not just like a study. gang fight. Yeah. Um, Jack <laughs> turns back boxing. to Lucas. Oh, wait, nope, never mind. Sadie smiles serenely at Jack. Serenely, okay. Uh, Sadie. Uh, she's about to tear a bitch apart. That's what I'm feeling from this. Okay. What about legacy? Everyone loves a good father-son story, 
Hmm. And you'd be hosting it here. Hmm. That's a lot of press for you, honey. Honey. I'm adding, I'm ad-libbing. <laughs> yeah, listen, you can ad-lib. This is a shitty script. Uh, Jack turns back to Lucas. Jack. I like this girl. She's a keeper. Remember that. Lucas laughs. You Lucas. You better, you fucking Irishman. God damn it. Oh, uh, yeah, so. Uh... Ha, ha, you have to laugh. <laughs> laugh. Laugh harder. This is not gently. <laughs> you are not laughing softly. <laughs> uh... So this is a yes? I can compete for you guys? Jack. Well, you'll have to go to the training. Twice as much as everyone else, but yes, you can join the team. Lucas grins and shakes Jack's hand. Lucas. Thank you. I won't disappoint you. Jack. Now, go and get a good night's sleep. We'll be expecting you tomorrow. Jack smiles at them and they leave. Lucas. Sadie, you were awesome. I couldn't do it without you, really. How about tomorrow to celebrate we go get tacos? I know they're your favorites. Sadie smiles. Sadie? I like that. <laughs> I like that. She turns into Jar Jar. I do believe, yeah. No, I think she turns into Jar Jar at that moment. Um, I think it was supposed to say I'd like that. But I think maybe if we could get the actor who did Jar Jar, I think that would also be... I was kind of... It was a toss-up between Scarlett Johansson and Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Honestly, I understand. I understand the dilemma. Very yeah. often when I watch, uh, you know, Black Widow, I'm like, you know, I feel like Jar Jar Binks would have been a little bit more interesting of a casting choice. Misa, yeah, Black Widow. George Lucas yeah. says between Jar Jar and, and Scar Jo. <laughs> but... Jar Jar and hey. Scar Jar. Scar Jar. Scar Jar. Scar Jar is the next Star Wars protagonist. Oh my, oh my God, I love that. And we don't know what happens after this. No, because it was this a ten-minute script for a class where I had to write a ten-minute script. Um, so was so like in your mind, where does this go? Okay, so obviously there's a little bit of a love, you know, plot going on. Maybe not obviously, depending on how better I could have written this. But uh, ideally, it's like the way I was thinking. I'm trying to tap into my thirteen-year-old self. <laughs> the way I was thinking was of course he would go on and at first you know he would lose a little bit and then he would get better mm-hmm. and then he'd be good and then there'd be you know the big boxing match where everything mm-hmm. the entire plot is hinged upon yeah, yeah, yeah and like at that point he'd have lost sadie or whatever because this is a romantic comedy also you, you um, there has to be a, a breakup yeah you've yeah. changed lucas exactly you've yes changed. he's no longer the sweet sensitive baker that she fell in love with and yeah, he's, he's falling in with Jack, and it, it's all about that money. It's all about that money. The money and the, the you know, the fame and the girls, you know, apparently that come along with boxing. And the cookies. And, well, <laughs> not the cookies, the cookies as much anymore because he's spending all this time on boxing, you know? Does he even have employees? Is Does it, he have employees? Literally not he can't there. pay his rent. You think he, you think he <laughs> hires people? Oh, <laughs> I just like the idea of like, when is your store open? I don't know, when I'm not boxing, I guess. Honestly though, that's something that's in a lot of scripts. Like this is a common trope, you know, where like the person has a has a shop that they can't afford and so mm-hmm. like they have to go do another thing. But you're right. They don't have employees, <laughs> so like when when does he run the shop? Like Well, I mean no one's there anyway. To consistent hours for your store. Mm-hmm. No one's there anyway, he's saving on electricity bills. Hey, you got that right. 
I mean, I feel like when you're starting a business, it, like I feel like rule one is like you got to go all in, you know? Yeah, you can't, <laughs> can't be like, you know, this, my store is open when I want it to be open. Yeah, no, I like, mean, that's <laughs> definitely, as a 13-year-old, I did not understand how businesses were run. <laughs> um, also, it's a movie, um, so no one looks that hard into movies unless you're a film major or that's someone true. who actually looks at movies. <laughs> yeah, the amount of movies that I watch where I'm like, hold on, this small detail doesn't add up. And everyone else is just like, Michael, shut up. It yeah, no, exactly. Like It affects nothing. But anyways, yes, this movie is, of course, ending um, where, you know, they are running the shop together because that's, I guess, what happens when you're in a relationship is you go into business with your partner for no oh. reason. Mm. Um, if you're not working with your significant other, are you really significant <laughs> others? Exactly. They so they get, you know, they get the, the bakery back. And I think also, like, he probably also boxes, too. But that's not his passion, she, you know? <laughs> she boxes Jack for, for the love yeah, of I like Yeah, I like to imagine that the climax of this is Sadie versus Jack in the ring. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I feel like she could hold her own. She probably can. Did you hear her? Did you hear her when she was saying, hey? Listen here, you little bitch. <laughs> my man, my man. He's he's got what you want. He's got what what you fucking need. You want your press? You I I'll I'll never talk about your gym ever again. If you don't, put I will my quit man my job at this newspaper as a sports reporter if you do not hire him on the spot. <laughs> you will be blacklisted. Right. <laughs> well. This is a story of cronyism. <laughs> Absolutely. I enjoy this. Honestly, I think this might be one of the best scripts we've actually ever read Aww, on this podcast. Aw, thank you. <laughs> thank you for uh, opening this up to us. Because, again, this this was – like, it has potential to actually be really good. Which yeah. I don't think any of the other scripts we've read have had this much potential. Aw, <laughs> I love to have potential. That's the number one thing that people say about me is I have I potential say, that I, I don't live you... up to. I would say you you now are a pro. You as a 13-year-old, you had potential. Yeah. It's oh, a very solid okay. script for a 13-year-old. My 13-year-old scripts were you've seen them, you've heard them. They are bad. Right? They are not I mean, not to good. be fair, I did write a children's book when I was about 7 or 8. What? Not published, published, but like it's oh. a big deal to me and my family. Yeah. Well, what do you mean published, published? Was it published, but not published, published? Yeah, it's like other people read it. A lot of people read it. Like adults have read it. It was part of my like, as I'm sure you could tell by um, my script and my potential that I don't meet up to. I was a gifted and talented child. Um, I was in the gifted and talented program and that book was my ticket in. They said, Ooh. you write books on your own free time. Clearly, we need to put standards onto you. And <laughs> nothing helps the artistic you. community like standards. Absolutely. They were like, she does stuff in her extra time. <laughs> Obviously, hey, something's kid, you cooking. Know how you love a thing? We're going to make it so that thing that you love gives you so much anxiety. Let's make it a job. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Turn all your hobbies into jobs, ladies and gentlemen. That's uh, why, yeah, that's why I'm uh, pursuing a money, career in musical I mean, what theater. Are you doing with your life? That's, <laughs> that's the moral. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's turning your hobbies into jobs. That's why I'm, you know, pursuing a, a musical theater as a job, even though I don't know if it's an industry anymore. <laughs> it might never come back, folks. <laughs> don't say in that. A real, in a realer sense, it is okay to have hobbies. 
No, no, absolutely. No, we do not endorse hobbies here at Shitfic. <laughs> you are not allowed to have hobbies. I like that every every time, every episode, I try to be like, hey guys, life is good. It's okay to have hobbies. You're always just I'm like, always no. You're like, either your Stop work it. is perfect or it's terrible and we read it on this podcast. Exactly. Um, <laughs> there is no happiness here. There is we no middle ground. There's no you. writing for yourself. It's just writing for the podcast or writing for sale. <laughs> exactly. I think that's why we balance each other out pretty well. Yeah, I'm sad. You're happy. <laughs> it's how we work. <laughs> With all of that being said, Chris, we have to give this script our rating. Is it shit fic or is it the shit? Let's see. Do we give separates? Uh, no, I, it's all on you. What's it's your rating? It's all on me. You know, you know, you know. It's very competent. It's a very competent script. Ooh, thank I, you. If you told me that this came from uh, from uh, Jack Sparrow, no, he's not a real person. Okay, we're going to give Who's it sir? the shit. I'm not Aww. giving it the shit quite yet. Okay. Quite yet. I need to grill. <laughs> I'm on a roller Chris, coaster here. An hour. Okay, um, everyone, that wraps up no! this episode. <laughs> Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> We're taking a break, folks. We have another hour. Keep listening. The, the post show show where I talk in detail about um, every minute detail about this script. Yeah, we we want to we want to go into the linguistics. We want to go into the choose? the pressing question: uh, Is Lucas gay, really? Which was yes. presented at the beginning of the script reading, and I think that you know, as an older person who has found out that maybe <laughs> things can be gay uh, subconsciously. <laughs> um, <laughs> as I have to say, I wrote this before I came out. And now that I am out, I see where things are gay in my writing. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, girl, babes. I think that's the name of this episode. I see where things are gay. <laughs> I see where things are gay. I love that. I mean, Some of my other uh, writing as a child and preteen, it was so much more exemplary of, oh, did no one was going to tell her, you know? <laughs> did nobody want to tell me that I'm gay? Anybody want to know? I feel like if someone had like just, know. you know, looked at my fanfiction.net account and gone, cheer up, we need to sit down, we need to have a real talk about this, <laughs> um, that would have saved so many years. <laughs> it really, honestly... It, <laughs> Oh Lord, the the pre the pre coming out times where you're like, you know, I guys are are attractive, but that doesn't make me gay. I mean, you can find a guy attractive and not be gay, but but like, you know, clearly that wasn't my that wasn't my intention, folks. I was. I'm just I'm really like, really good at writing women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very descriptive about it. Exactly. And then you leave the other ones. And then <laughs> I'm like, them. also, there were men there. Uh, <laughs> they were there. They existed. They existed. They were there for, uh, <laughs> for purely diversity purposes. She was beautiful. She, the stars lived in her eyes. She was not the mm. love interest. Um, mm. <laughs> it was a boring man. Your love interest. Yeah, okay, would you so like to plug anything? We're, we're wrapping this sure. up. Before we do, though, plug where, where people can find you and follow you and say hi to you. Um, Yeah, I uh, put every thought I've ever had on Twitter. Um, Ashira in my own me. heart. So Ashira in my heart. At A-S-H-I-R-A capital I-N capital M-Y heart H-E-A-R-T. Um, and my, my name on that is Brunette Susan Sarandon. And then um, on, oh, I opened up the wrong app. And then on Instagram, you can follow me at 
Shira Queen of Power because Shira Princess of Power was taken. <laughs> well, we love it. We love it. Um, but yeah, so to wrap things up, uh, we want to thank you for joining thank us. Thank you. I had a blast. Uh, we, we look forward to having you back in the future. Yes, I'd love to. Will. Absolutely. Uh, I want to thank Sydney, who is our wonderful producer. Uh, without her, again, none of us would exist. No. Uh, she created the universe, life, and all of that. <laughs> she is God. Uh, yeah, Sydney is God. True queen. True uh, queen. I want to thank Ryan Tucker. Uh, he's the one that made that wonderful uh, song that you hear playing at the beginning and the end of all of our podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, without him, we wouldn't have the beautiful music. Uh, and it's so good. It's such a good song. And you can follow him at Rye Tuck Music. Um, and then I want to thank Chris. <gasps> well, what about Sam? What? I'm still thinking, people. Okay. I, well, I wanted to be the last one, but it's fine. It's oh, fine. Oh, I wanted to be... Okay, <laughs> all right, you do the thank yous then, Chris. Oh, we're starting over? Okay. Not starting Hi, over. Hi, Shira. Would you like to plug? Would you like to plug? Thanks, Sam. Would you like to plug? Thanks, Sam, Chris. Okay. Anyways, hi, folks. It's me, Christopher. Um, you may know me from a podcast called... Um, uh, what's, what is this called? <laughs> uh, Shitchen Fiction. Shitchen Fiction. Um, I want to shit thank Sam for doing the marketing for this podcast. For, <laughs> Chris looks so offended that I interrupted just, him. Well, I was now now fiction fiction is gonna be cut and it hurts. It hurts. I want to thank Sam. Can you mention? Can doing, you well? Can you say fiction fiction and then credit me? With coming up with that hilarious shit. joke. We won't, how about, how about we just don't cut shit. this? Sydney's laughing so hard. Fiction. Yeah, this is okay. not getting cut, Chris. Okay. Uh, so I want to thank Sam for doing the marketing. <laughs> okay, thank you, Sam. Uh, and I wanna, thank you, Sam. And now, finally, I want to thank Chris. Huh? Uh, however, I kind of don't want to thank Chris. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> We've hit that point. Uh, oh, my Lord. No, as, as Anyways, you... <laughs> folks, I'd like to thank Christopher Beale. For for being silenced, for being for being for being for being stabbed through the heart on this fiction fiction day. And I'm I'd the like one that to drives thank, him home. I'd this like, is gonna be a real interesting conversation. When I'd I drive like, him home. I'd like to thank. I'd like to let's start this. Let's start the entire podcast over. I'd like to thank. <laughs> I'd like to thank. I'd like to thank Michael. Interior. You know, frankly, <laughs> frankly, I'd like to thank Michael, Peter, <laughs> Patrick. Okay. Uh, so thank you, everyone. <laughs> thank you uh, for our listeners for tuning in to another wonderful episode. If you enjoyed this, make sure to like it. Make sure to subscribe. Uh, make it sure to helped. share it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it definitely it helps. helps us. It helps us, please. It really does. So- Applepodcast.com slash I don't think I don't know what the URL is. Either way, uh, if you're listening <laughs> on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, whatever it is, make sure to like, follow, subscribe, all of that stuff. We really appreciate it. Um mm-hmm. and we appreciate you listening. Um uh, and just make sure to share it as well. Again, we're we're a, a burgeoning podcast. Uh we're we're trying to get the the word out there. Um so again share it with everyone you know. Um but thank you guys so much for listening and this has been another episode of Shit Thick. Shit thick. <laughs>